This is a Radio.com original. Well, I just ordered an electric Hummer. I don't, don't think, don't think <laughs> bad of me. Wait a minute. My headset just vehicle. exploded. Wait, what? <laughs> Texas Metal just, just ordered a what? Exactly. It's supposed to be a thousand horsepower Hummer. Welcome to an all-new Talking About Cars podcast, where everybody has a car story. I'm Randy Cardoon, who, like you, not only likes to talk cars, we like to watch car programming on television. In fact, not sure if you have the Motor Trend app. Frankly, Hot Rod Bob and I do, and Hot Rod Bob... uh, has a, is on assignment this week, so uh, he's not with us this time around. I used to do this by myself. I'll go ahead and do it. It's okay. I completely understand. So back to the Motor Trend app. I don't know if you have it. I remember when Ant Anstead of Wheeler Dealers, formerly of Wheeler Dealers, said, why aren't you guys on it? So at his insistence, we checked it out and we liked it so much, we actually pay for it now. What? You mean media can get it for free? I don't know. Is that true? Can media get it for free? I'm not so sure they do. And of course, you know, we're a, I work for a reputable news operation and we can't just take that stuff for free. It's, I, I, there's something not kosher about that. So I actually pay for it. I really do. So I love watching these shows and I love watching them. We're on, um, I'll watch it on the treadmill. I don't know where you watch it. Maybe you sit around the house and you check it out on your phone, like here, your your iPad, like here. See, this is the iPad. Or you can watch it on your laptop, which is what we're recording on this with. There's all sorts of opportunities of how to do this. So not sure how you watch it, but I got to say this. I actually watched it in the evening. You know, you could watch it in the morning, but the problem with watching it in the morning, you want to like eat your lucky charms and sit there and do this. No, don't do that. Don't don't eat lucky charms if you're over the age of eight. In fact, don't even eat them if you're under the age of eight because your kid will be completely sugar wired. You don't, you remember what that was like. See, my teeth hurt when I eat those marshmallow shapes no i can't no i know get off my lawn i'm old so let's just move right along 30 minutes i'm on the treadmill getting a little exercise just enough time to check out some of these shows and you can recover and get your breath back by watching the rest of the show so that's what i watch now one of the latest shows i've checked out is the subject of our podcast today the new season of texas metal and our guest for this edition Bill Carlton. Now, Bill heads up a group of guys who really like to do a lot of different things with their cars and trucks, mostly trucks. And they like to put in huge wheels and do some incredible modifications on the the vehicle. So we've been kind of looking forward to having him on the show as soon as I saw that show. And we'll talk about one of the vehicles that they just I don't, I've never quite seen it on any other show where they've taken a vehicle and they've fretted so much about, oh my gosh, this is so well done, we're going to have to tear it apart. 
they did and it turned out really really good so once again we understand wait a minute is he on yes bill carlton is waiting for us now so without further ado let's just jump in with our big budget sound effects and our fanfare and Ta -da, ta -ta 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 -ta. Here's our guest, Bill Carlton. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen, joining me right now on the Talking About Cars podcast. Bill Carlton, you know him, you love him. The big cheese, the top guy at extensive metalworks in beautiful downtown Houston, Texas. It's extensive with a K. Bill, thanks for joining us, man. Yes, sir, Randy. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, first off, the question that everybody's asking who came up with the idea to spell extensive with a K? Well, you know, <laughs> that goes way back to, you know, 1996. You know, I had my first uh, magazine cover, a mini trucking magazine back then. You know, I worked on friends' cars, worked on their friends' cars, and it kind of, you know, I started earning some extra money back then with just working on buddies' buddies' cars. You know, because I didn't never charge my buddies. I was just kind of learning, just kind of, you know, taking my skill of welding, grinding, cutting, you know, to something I love doing was working on cars. You know, I'm a third generation welder fabricator. And I just kind of took what my grandpa taught my dad. My dad taught me over to the automotive side. My dad hated working on cars. So, you know, I just kind of took that into my passion of just kind of tinkering with cars. And here we are, man, it just kind of evolved into a business. You know, I never set out to say, man, I'm going to, I'm going to have a cool custom shop one day and just kind of, you know, mess with cars. And in my spare time, I, you know, my dad had a welding business uh, and kind of, we sold steel, sold welding supplies. So I kind of sat on my butt most of the time. And that was, you know, hated it. So Buddy's cars would roll up. I'd get the jack out and just, you know, pull the wheels off, start tinkering and stuff, and rest is history. You know, out on a rock driveway, I would sweep the rocks and kind of, you know, work on on my back with jack stands, you know, on a clean spot of the driveway. And, you know, here we are now. Absolutely. Well, we always get into the, like the history and your car history. So let's go back, turn the way back machine to when you were just a youngin. And the question being the family, were they a Chevy family? Were they a Ford family? And in your case, were they a car family or a truck family? Oh, definitely a truck family, but, and, and Chevy all the way. Chevy. That, yeah, Chevy roots for sure. I mean, that was, we're going back, you know, mid 80s, 80s, mid 80s. You know, that's, Ford sucked back then. I mean, they were <laughs> ugly. Dodge, you couldn't have a Dodge. No? You could not have no. a Dodge. No. 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 <laughs> no. Good for you. I, I like the fact that you could still tell that that Chevy thing still burns in you from when you were young. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, don't get me wrong. I like Fords and Dodges now, too. But, you know, my heart's still still there with Chevy for sure. Don't you have like a Plymouth in your in your season four? If I saw it right. I think 
or was that from season three and I just missed it in a promo? There's a season uh, two, I believe. Okay. The Belvedere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red one. Yeah. Yeah. It goes okay. a ways back, but you know, we got love for them too. <laughs> okay. So, what was your first car? A 1983 Chevy Silverado long bed. And I got it in 1986 when I had my driver's license. You know, I was 16, got my driver's license, and my dad got me that truck. It was three years old, super clean, and I just destroyed it. <laughs> now, when you say destroy it, so you mean you took it apart piece by piece by yourself? or I fixed you it up. Ah, okay. You know, I was learning. I was learning back then. You know, get the torch out, chop the springs, pull out leaf springs, and just make it drag the ground. Uh huh. You know, pull off the chrome. Started primering some spots. You know, before you know it, the whole thing's primered, sitting low to the ground. Looks horrible, but I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> That's where it started. That's where it started. Okay, so. Yeah. So from there, you went on to, what, running into other guys that happen to have similar loves, I guess you could say? Yeah, buddies that, you know, wanted some things done to their vehicles, their trucks, mainly. I mean, mainly it was just a truck scene that I was involved in. You know, I was a part of the, the Trendsetter Truck Club back in the mid-90s, which, you know, really propelled my love for for vehicles and just being around that, you know, that truck culture, just, I loved it. I loved it. Very cool. Got it. You got to like that. What was it about trucks though? What was it about trucks that really got you? And, and that truck you said you was your first vehicle. Did you have, did you buy it from somebody? Was it handed down by the family or what? On my first car, my yeah. first truck. First truck. You know, my dad, I picked it out and we were looking for uh, trucks. I, I just had to have a truck and we just found that particular one and, you know, had to have it. The vehicles that you now have in your garage, and if you've ever seen the show, you know that he's had some really cool trucks in there and some really cool cars as well. Tell me a little bit about your personal cars that you currently have in your garage. Well, you know, I have a, the Baja truck that we did on season one. That's, man, I love that truck. I love trying to destroy it on a daily basis. It's, <laughs> it's a Ford, but it's fun. Uh -huh. <laughs> and I, I, I do destroy it on a daily basis, actually. But, man, it, it's really fun. It just, you know, haul ass on the highway. And just if you want to get off, you want to get on the feeder, there's no exit. You just go through the grass, go through the ditch, whatever, whatever. I you mean, can do that off the freeway in Houston? In certain parts. With no <laughs> one around, no problem. <laughs> that, that's key. I think that's very key with no one around. I think that's, that is uh, uh, something that probably is a prerequisite, if you ask me. Well, no so, cops around. Right. Well, it goes without saying. I completely get you. Otherwise, it would be Texas metal as I weld my way out of jail. So it would probably be something completely different. So is there a vehicle that you had, because you've had a few and probably no longer have some, is there a vehicle that you would, let's say, no longer have, but would one day want to get back? Uh, 
man, I would, I'm always searching for the next, next one, you know, my next favorite, you know, I don't really look back on and miss anything that I have had, you know, I just enjoy what I have at the time and, you know, pass it on and create something new. I mean, that's what I, that's what I love to do. Just sitting in the garage and that's, that does nothing for me. You know, I have few cars, you know, usually at one time that I, I trade off driving, having fun with, but you know, I don't, I don't look back on them. Let's talk about the concept of uh, Texas metal. And you started this, I believe what mid uh, your company in the mid nineties. And so you right. were doing these cars. How about did it get from where you were then when you first started things off, who noticed you and how did you get on TV? Well, you know, I've been going to car shows ever since, you know, started fixing up my first car. So, you know, 1994 started, started the air suspension part of extensive. I started, you know, building suspensions in 1994, you know, 1994, 95, and, you know, really started to get a, a lot of momentum. People seen what was going on and the trucks going low to the ground and just, you know, the line started forming for sure. You know, and, and go back to 1998, January 98, I wanted to get my first lift because, you know, I was tired of working on jack stands. So I actually had to get a bank account, make my business legit, get a <laughs> bank account, file for a DBA to get a loan for my first lift. So, you know, had to make it legit back then. So that official business date is January, 1998. And just oh. been building momentum, you know, since then going to car shows and the walls in my shop were, you know, from 1996 magazine plaques until, you know, recent ones, you know, there's, there's hundreds and hundreds of them and, you know, just people, reading the magazines you know growing up reading the magazines finally getting legit job can afford to come get some work done and we've we've done worked on you know buddies that become dads and had their sons come in and daughters come in and get work done also it's been it's been a hell of a ride and been really really cool to to get to where we're at you know we've just been doing crazy stuff that no one else does and of course i mean everybody's been taking notice since day one and it just it finally led to a couple of producers to really go damn that's real cool everybody needs to see it and here we are your season four started up and uh i noticed that you had we had talked before we started recording here you haven't seen like episode one yet of this, no i haven't of this season Okay. No, I have not. You know, I'm I'm really excited to to watch it with my family. You know, I'll get around the TV in the living room and and I'll watch it for the first time. Do you have the Motor Trend app? I know this is a tricky question, but do you have the Motor Trend app? Who doesn't have the Motor Trend app? That is exactly the right answer. Very good. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Okay. They're well, losers. So <laughs> Flop sweated over at Motor Trend now is no longer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that is the exactly the right answer. Uh, so I was watching it of all things, as I had mentioned previous, 
uh, on the treadmill as I was going through. And and it, your show is interesting because you one of the vehicles you're working on is a 1968 Ford Ranger pickup. Mm-hmm. But this wasn't just any you know schlubby car sitting out in a field somewhere that somebody wanted to fix the guy that bought it apparently a previous customer or one that's done many vehicles with you and he brought it in and frankly it looked pretty good like it had been restored recently and there seemed to be a lot of angst not only from you but from me on the treadmill and probably from anybody that's going to watch this and (laughs) and your own crew which i thought was really unique about oh man, this thing has been really done to the nines and we're going to completely fix it and make it better. Tell me a little bit about that because that angst does not look like it was faked. No, I mean, you can tell, you know, somebody took their time to really, somebody was really proud of this truck to, to fix it. Now they spent a lot of time and effort and even money, you know, getting it to where it was at. And there's uh, no telling what shape it was before they got a hold of it, but they did a really good job. But, you know, when it's to that point, it's the perfect point to, to get it in the shop and just cut it totally apart. <laughs> you know, it's nice to get a 1968 truck in the shop and not have to just totally re- replace all the panels because they're rusted out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it was and nice. That's... To, it Go was ahead. nice. Well, yeah, and it's a vehicle that you do not see customized a lot. I mean, there's a lot of Ford trucks out there, but right. for some reason, that particular year, or at least those years, I believe it was, what, 60, 67, 68, 69-ish in that general vicinity, um, it, it was a completely different, it was an upgrade as far as a style was concerned. They had done a remodel on it, Ford had, but you don't see a lot of vehicles like that doing what you guys did to it, which was make it better. And and talk a little bit about some of the upgrades that you remember doing, because this this was a complete teardown fix up. Well, that's exactly what it was. I mean, the only thing that's really factory on that truck anymore is the cab bedsides, tailgate, fenders, and grill. I mean, that is it. Everything else is is pretty much handmade. I mean, we hand make, when we build a chassis, we don't order a chassis and, you know, we don't call up anybody and say, hey, I need a chassis for a 69 and make it real low for me. Go to the steel rack and pull off steel, start cutting it up and making it to the truck, you know, to the wheels and tires, to the truck, as low as you want it. I mean, that's what we do. How big were those wheels? Do you remember? 24 by 15s in the rear and 24 by nines in the front. And it sits completely flat on the ground. Think about what he just said. 24s in the front, 29s, right? 29s in the back? No, 24 by 15s. So they're 24 inches tall. Right. 15 inches wide. And we're not talking about a new car. We're talking about a car from the late 60s, a truck from the late 60s. So it is a distinctively different look. And if you want to make sure the body slammed to the ground, you're going to have to put in the wheel wells that are that high. You're going to have to make all the changes. And you guys did it. And, and at the end, it looked 
pretty awesome. And for those of you who might be checking out our uh, YouTube show, you, we're going to have a picture of that on there. So that that's kind of interesting the way they put it together. And you and you've done some other vehicles, but you also do cars as well. What's been one of your favorite cars that somebody has come to and you guys have done and the story behind that off the top of your head? You know, one for the previous owner of the 68 Ranger. Uh, it was a brand new, I believe it was season two of Texas Metal. Um, Marcos Chavez's brand new 2018 ZL1 Camaro. The dealership delivered it to my shop. We immediately put it on the rack and just cut it totally, totally apart and put 24 by 15s on the back of it built all aluminum frame engine upgrades nitrous the car was totally totally insane insane there you won't see another one like that ever you sound so excited it's it's just like i can tell when you were a kid you know you probably took tinker toys or whatever you did and just completely were able to tear down stuff and rebuild stuff am i correct absolutely absolutely i've, I've always had that passion you know just took that that passion when i was a kid you know, to the automotive side and, you know, not just me, everyone in my team has that same passion. We love coming to work. We love kicking ass, getting dirty. And we're, every single one of us are out working all day, every day. You know, I hate being in the office. I'm out. Anybody comes to this shop any day of the week, <laughs> I'm in the shop with my guys working dirty from head to toe grinding welding whatever it takes to get the job done that's what we do what do you say every you, day everybody says if you love what you're doing you never work a day in your life absolutely that's Bill, that's, that's partly true but well partly yeah hey <laughs> that's bill carlton we're going to take a quick break when we come back we're going to find out what's on bill's top list of cars or vehicles i want someday you know you're going to want to hear this because I'm sure he's got some cool ones. That's coming up next on the Talking About Cars podcast right here on the radio.com app and knx1070.com along with our friends out at uh, the Two Tired Guys Productions YouTube channel. And that's coming up right after this. Hey, welcome back. Bill Carlton right over there joining us from Texas Metal. You can see it on, well, it used to be Velocity. Now, of course, it is the uh, Motor Trend channel and the motor trend app uh going into season four i'm randy cardoon thanks for joining us on the talking about cars podcast so bill we talked a little bit about the car and the truck that got away which you didn't really have i understand that but we do always have a list i think everybody who's a car dude or a truck dude has a list of the top vehicles they want someday what is at the top give me a couple of cars a couple of trucks that is on the top of your list that you're just salivating over getting your hands on one day? Man, that's a, that's a, that's a tough question because, you know, usually, you know, you, if you want something hard enough, you're going to work your ass off until you get it. Right. True. And that's, that's the type of guy I've always been, but you know, if you are going to make me reach really hard, Randy, I'm going to have to, man, that's a tough, that's a tough one. That's See, a tough the thing one. is, is he's probably already found most of them right i'd imagine yeah i mean that's give me some of the ones then if you're if you're if something's just not coming to mind something that you have worked on that you kind of always wanted that you've you did get i tell you what what i am 
anticipating. You know, Randy, I'm a car guy, and I I hate to say it, you know, part of being a car guy is getting behind the wheel, stepping on the gas, and feeling the throttle push you back in the seat, hearing the sound of that engine, right? Well, I just ordered an electric Hummer. I don't don't think don't think bad of me. Wait a minute, my headset just vehicle. exploded. Wait, what? <laughs> Texas Metal just just ordered a what? Exactly. It's supposed to be a thousand horsepower Hummer. Oh. All electric. So I'm kind of excited to really see, you know, the Teslas are killing it right now. I mean, I'm excited to see what this Hummer is going to do, you know, as soon as it comes in. It's supposed to be the 2022 and the new one. Okay. So we're going to, we're going to see what happens when it comes out. You know, I'm sure you'll you can stay tuned and see what we're going to do to it. We're going to make it cool one way shape or form. That'll look and, cool because we actually did an episode uh podcast on the Hummer uh electric utility vehicle if you will, uh EV mm-hmm. and and wow. And especially yep. we had so much fun with the crab walk. Did yeah. You, you know the crab walk? Yeah. That, how cool is the crab walk where you're going to be able to go down and then just kind of go eh, I'm going to go this right? way. <laughs> I guess, Randy, on that, to answer that question, to finalize that question you just asked me, go from the Hummer to the exact opposite. You know, I just drove a Pro Mod. You know, I'm not really a race car guy, but I just got went down the track with a Pro Mod, and I think that would maybe have to be on my short list of, of next vehicles also. So electric vehicle to a burnout king pro mod is pretty pretty far stretch so if you well that is quite the gamut i'll give you that that is absolutely quite the gamut so if you had a choice and you weren't in the business you're in and you had a choice between let's say nascar driver or nhra which would it be hot rod association or nascar Man, I, I, you, this guy wants to do both. I know it's hard choice. Both guys get the chick. So (laughs) (laughs) well, good point there. Yeah. Fast cars. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, so what you're saying is you want to do a little of both, man, that'd be cool. I mean, why just limit yourself, right? Sounds like one of those beer commercials. Remember those beer commercials? I think it was Miller Lite where you would say something like, um, in fact, I voiced one of those many years ago. It was the one about uh, wrestling and a cooking show. I actually was the voice of the, of the ring announcer in that. And so, you know, you see some grandma with a, with a flower, whatever, trying to go after a wrestler in a ring. See, that's what you would like to do. Take NHRA and somehow meld it with NASCAR. How cool would that be? I think we got a new sport. Are you with me? Ah, I'm with you. I think so. I think so. And if anybody asks, hey, where'd you hear it first? You heard it right here on the Talking About Cars podcast. That's right. By the way, Motor Trend TV, they've got so many cool people on the show. uh, And they always get them together for like uh, SEMA and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Is there one person you have yet to meet that you want to meet Motor Trend hosts that maybe you haven't met before? 
you know, I've met a lot of people over the years, you know, a lot through SEMA and different events from the network. And, you know, I, I can't say enough. Truly, I'm impressed with everyone I do meet. I mean, they're all down to earth people that have become my friends over the years. And, you know, it's that's it's it's a it's really, really cool to get to do what I do and to meet cool people and to be a part of something that's that's really, really cool also. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. In fact, we ran into uh, it, that's the thing that's really amazing. Everybody we've talked to from SEMA and from the Motor Trend uh, and before that, the Velocity Networks have been so nice and so Absolutely. down to earth. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. Last thought. And that, of course, I know you got to run, but Houston uh, is where you live. How are you guys doing or how crazy was what you guys had to go through with the weather and the electricity and the water and all that other stuff? How are you guys doing with that? You know, just like, I mean, look back at, at Texas history, Houston history. We go through a lot of crap, hurricanes, <laughs> floods. <laughs> crazy snowstorms we bounce back 100 150 percent you throw something at us we're coming back we're coming back no, they're not gonna hold us down they're not gonna hold us down he isn't floating away ladies and gentlemen you gotta see him you gotta watch the show and of course don't forget to uh listen like share and important subscribe to our audio podcast on radio.com and the audio video podcast on our two tired guys productions youtube page when you subscribe you get all notified about when a new show comes up and it helps all of us follow us on social media talking about cars on facebook twitter and instagram and don't forget check out texas metal tell them all again bill where we can find it and stream that motor trend app yeah motor trend i mean prime <laughs> netflix hulu whatever we're on all right we're killing it <laughs> check it out check out the vehicles we're talking about check out some of the other cars that they've done you're gonna have a good time bill thanks so much for joining us until next time i'm randy that's bill having fun talking about cars we'll see you next time everybody thank you randy <laughs>